0: Hello viewers, right now you are listening to Matthew from MasterChef Junior Season 7 and you're listening to the awesome AfterChef Junior. So stay tuned because this podcast got some magic happening to it.
1: It's After Chef Junior, the world's most important, the premier Master Chef Junior after show. My name is Max. The lady's always by my side.
2: Daisy. And Jenny. Guys. Max. Max.
1: Penultimate episode of this season
3: the semifinals.
1: Mm-hmm. These are
3: the top six best chefs, junior chefs in America. So they kept telling
2: us. <laughs> top six. Right now, this year specifically top six is such a weird like number to be proud of like yeah like if you're like aspiring to something in your career or sports like oh, guys let's do it I, we, we need to be top six. Gotta get Minimum. top six
3: i'm in the top six uh, people in this apartment right now so i feel really <laughs> pleased about that that's
1: mm-hmm. right
2: i'm top three so wow kind of finalist <laughs> material <laughs> we're trying to claim the finalists of this podcast That's nice it's true. We're some of the top
3: MasterChef Junior podcasters in America. Would
1: you say we are the the top? I'm always ma- saying that. Master you Chef literally Junior? say that. Jenny, week.
2: you're 29 years old, and you're one of the top. <laughs> How old are you again?
1: Where do you get these ideas from? My um, brain. Stacey, you took very diligent notes. Always. I'm going to let you lead this.
3: Whoa, am I? Ready? Do we have any business at the top? It seems too soon.
2: Like warm me up first. What did we even do this week? What have we been doing? What it? I haven't seen you guys. You had a big party last night. Your apartment was a disaster when I arrived this morning. Mm. Still is. Yeah. Are we at the kind of stage where you just don't care what I think about you anymore? I think that says a lot.
1: I don't think I've ever cared what you think about okay, me. Okay,
2: rude. When I first <laughs> met you, you would have been like, oh, like maybe our furniture shouldn't all be pushed against one wall. Jenny's coming over. Uh, you know, suppose.
3: we'd order fresh flowers. <laughs> mm-hmm. We'd hire a butler for the day. Bake some cookies yeah. so your
2: apartment smells That welcoming. fresh scent. That's right. And yeah. now I stroll in and
3: We call ahead, Jenny, part. what kind of throw pillows do you like? <laughs> Firm,
2: soft, don't down. Don't call me, call my people. Yeah. <laughs> for <laughs> our so listeners,
1: cool. if they want to... Like, you can basically just picture us podcasting knee deep in filth, yeah. Right now, that's we're like sitting in a garbage dump, is what <laughs> it's like
2: with like weird, kind of Mexican ish fiesta yeah. flags. everywhere. Mm-hmm. they're from Max's
3: parents brought them to us from Mexico, um, for our wedding, plastic flags. You'll notice that some of them are sort of like Zodiac symbols, oh, perhaps.
2: Mm, There's like know. a ball.
3: No,
1: I think you're... It's
2: a crab.
1: There's some flowers.
2: Think. I'll take a picture and put it on Instagram. Not of your apartment because it's yeah, again, shameful. Again, a disaster. But just the flags.
3: It's fun. It's festive. It's flirty. It's fresh. And I think it put us in the right mood to enjoy this. Um... It's kind of like it wasn't an elimination I liked it. It was like an opt-in versus an opt-out kind of situation.
1: I liked it. It's Positive. Mm-hmm. I like when. Uh, well, I guess I'm jumping ahead, but at the end when they eliminated they uh, eliminate three people in this mm. episode, and they all that there was solidarity there. Mm. I think that it allowed for some um, uh, their strength in numbers, mm-hmm. not as emotionally devastating to the the, the people that got eliminated.
2: And it was less like, oh, you're going home and more like these people are staying. going through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked it. So what do mean? Let's start from the beginning.
3: Sorry. Family um, time. Yeah, so they go. They open up their, their boxes, their mystery boxes. What's inside? Not an ingredient, but a letter.
2: Yeah. But I was a bit confused because they're like, oh, we've been away for a long time. And I'm mm-hmm. like, but we know your parents are with you. But then as this episode went on, I was like, they only have one parent with them. So maybe this was the other
1: parent yeah. if they have one.
2: Yeah. Like, it was the other person. The rest of the family they yeah. hadn't seen before.
1: Yeah, yeah. that makes sense, yeah. right? um the... Or
3: maybe the parents are there supervising them, but from a distance. It's like, kids, you got to go your own way here. Your parents will be watching you in case anything bad happens, but you're not allowed to interact with them okay. at all.
1: We have a security camera. They're watching the footage, yeah. but mm-hmm. they cannot interact with you.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: On MasterChef Extreme. <laughs> I love it. Um, so
3: there were voiceovers of the kids reading the letters from their parents, but touching. Only,
1: but only some of them. Yeah. I was choked. Me too. Everyone
3: but Sadie. Um, no, we didn't get our
2: Aaron. God, I have a really hard time with her. I know, it's confusing. Glad We didn't get like... Aaron. Um, but I was really choked we didn't get to hear Sadie's because I thought it would be like, her mom Rebecca's so cool and I was imagining, I just love Sadie's voice and her. And I was imagining it being like in French
3: or yeah. something.
2: Like, oh um, yeah, my mom and I speak in French. Did
3: I not mention? Yeah, she wrote me a poem. We're slam poetry champions. Um.
2: <laughs> with my brother, Elias. Yeah. <laughs> Whose letter was the cutest? Ooh. Chase. Yeah. Cheech.
1: Oh my god. That was Dad would be the proud of, of the you.
2: Episode. We were it all Chase. It feels sincere though, you know. It's yeah. not
3: not tear-jerking for the sake of tear-jerking. I think it was really mm-hmm. honest and from the heart. Everything
2: mm-hmm. about Chase is just so pure it's and true. like his reactions are so genuine, and I love seeing this like cool mom and his cool brother called Cosmo. Oh. No, no, Cosimo. Co- Cosimo. What is Cosimo?
1: I think, well, it's like. Cocoso, Mamoso.
3: <laughs> I got to do my cheese cooking. cheese cooking. Here comes Cosimo.
1: <laughs> Cosimo looked like he would be a, like a character in a Kung Fu movie. Yeah, I was thinking he, he was that... kind of
2: like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Yeah. See, that's funny because I was getting the lead singer in like a German rock band kind of vibe. Oh, interesting. He had like a leather cuff on. Yeah, yeah. two.
1: That's why I was like, this is, like, kung fu stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's like, you know, he gets, he's the type of guy that gets punched, you punch him in the belly as hard as you can, and he doesn't even flinch. Yeah. And then he, like, pulls up his shirt, and it's just like, ugh, he's all ripped.
2: And then he sings a German rock song.
3: Yeah. And just he to clarify And swings for... a
1: giant, like, hammer or something with studs on it. Just to know?
3: clarify for anybody who hasn't seen this episode, this is maybe a seven-year-old boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But we want to know more. He was like, kind of Icelandic as well with like yeah. the hairstyle. Very Nordic, and... like kind of a shaved head and a little pony yeah. tail thing.
2: Oh, but guys, we're also intrigued. <laughs> Who is the real star? Who's the top six Cosmos?
3: Cosmo? 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 <laughs> Cosimo and Cosimo. we need to do a documentary it's called finding cosmo we follow him <laughs> around the country see what he's up to
1: yeah, i
3: like it. i, I, like, this, I like always I like go. seeing people's families like they the other mm-hmm. kids in the family to be like this is an alternate reality version of totally of
2: ivy or or of whoever. Yeah. i love that che as well is so like straight laced you know he was like soccer captain whatever mm-hmm. and then his brother's obviously this wild card <laughs> No
1: kidding. but
2: like she was just like so pumped I don't know it was just it was cool to see different mm-hmm. strokes yeah uh how <laughs> hot is Ivy's mom so cool oh, she's yeah. so
3: so so cool that dress that hair everything she looked mm-hmm. amazing Aaron's I can see where family. Ivy gets
2: her style from yeah the hat was mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. no surprise now and Aaron's family as well like gorgeous mm-hmm. mom gorgeous sister mm-hmm. I was all of them stunning families. Some people in this room had a real thing for Malia's dad. Some people.
3: <laughs> He's a good looking dad. I think we're at a stage in our friendship where we can all just point out a good looking dad when we see one.
2: I know. That's a real shift in age, like Max like girls, mm-hmm. as a few years ago would always Women. be like Oh, hot guy, hot guy. And then we noticed when we were in Boston last year that it shifted from hot guy to Ooh, look at that dad. Like, <laughs> that guy's d- dadding so well. Like, look, look at that guy with that kid. <laughs> He's so responsible. And now when we see people without kids, we're like, Ugh! <laughs> Ugh. Oh, look at that man with no children. No responsibility. Well,
3: This
2: man's afraid of commitment? <laughs> Any, even, like, kind of gross people holding kids, but if they look like they care about the kid. Like, that guy, at kitty... Kitty, Kitty Cohen. Yeah, he was not hot, but we were all staring at him for ages. He might be listening, careful, and, Jenny. And then he came over to talk to us about like parenting, and he was like holding this baby, and we were like, oh my god, <laughs> that baby's okay. <laughs> anyway, insight yeah. into our weekend. Yes, yes.
1: Um, if you dad watch, yeah. <laughs> if if okay. when uh you guys have kids, at what point do you start training them for Master Chef Junior?
2: Oh, interesting question. I thought you were about to say, if when you had a kid, would I start finding you attractive? <laughs> That'll be strange for me. Yeah. What are huh. you going to do if I come in? I'm like, oh my God, hi Max. I
3: think, I think you'll just have to go. <laughs> it
2: will be the end of the party. i take your key back. I started dressing like Toastie. <laughs> Jenny, can I talk to you privately for a second? I just went over these cupcakes uh, with sprinkles. Just in my
3: romper and I was in the neighborhood. uh, (laughs) Oh, is my hair a little redder today? I hadn't noticed.
2: Cereal, hey, wow.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You're doing like stretching exercises to get taller.
2: I did thinner. Anyway.
1: But back to the original question. At what point do you start? Because I would assume that this would be a goal.
3: I mean, I feel like step one, potty training. And then once that's mastered... Into the kitchen.
1: Into the kitchen. That's Should just we,
2: food safe. Should we level up here? Mm. Have babies at the same time? Yes. Who can get their kid... Who, <laughs> whose kid can get into the top six? And there is an ice cream cake on the line. <laughs> <laughs> I try to have twins so that I like, double my chances. <laughs> I Honestly, guys, real talk. I don't know if I'd put my kid on hmm. TV.
1: Hmm. You work in TV. Is that, is that is part of the...
3: All these kids seem very normal, though. Yeah. Like when we talk to them, I mean, they're they're above norm. They're abnormal in the sense that they're just like super kids, but it doesn't mm. seem to have
2: uh, affected them in a mm. negative
3: way. They don't. They don't
1: seem broken. It's mm. a
2: very cool experience, I think, to experience as a kid. But imagine your kid had a bad experience. But I guess you can't live your life like that. Mm-hmm. Your kid can have a bad experience in anything. Anywhere. I guess if the kid wanted to do it and wanted to cook and love cooking, yeah. it was like, hey, mom or Jenny or whatever she calls me. Um, <laughs> I want to go on the show. I want to go on the show. And then I'd be like, cool. But I would never like push it. Push it.
3: But wouldn't it be interesting just to
1: see if you could, <laughs> you know,
2: no. like how. Tiger... Are you two
1: going to be pushers? Might I be, am. Might be a pusher. 100%.
2: Helicopter parents? I'm
1: going to be doing this a lot.
2: In pursuit of
0: excellence. <laughs> Louder. In pursuit of
1: excellence. Just above the crib. Absolutely. <laughs> on the wall. In pursuit of excellence. Did you write your blog post today?
2: <laughs> <laughs> your first outfit is like a little white apron. Yeah. Why have you put their name on orange and everything? <laughs>
3: <laughs> like when when a parent's trying to make their kid into an elite athlete, when do they start... Like yeah. it wasn't like Tiger Woods out there on the oh, golf yeah. course at two or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. What would you do then for training for mastership? Just with, Just like first off, knives. Basic, yeah. <laughs> tools in the crib. Yeah, your playthings are nice. You know,
1: like little babies. If you put your like finger, they'll grasp your finger. Mm-hmm. So we just replace knife. that with a paring knife. Yeah. Yeah. You can start.
2: Lesson learned. A yep. whisk, uh, drop a hot oil near it, splash yeah. with hot oil, see how <laughs> gotta, quickly they bounce back. You got
1: to get them acclimatized yeah. to dangerous.
2: You should probably like throw meat as well, so it doesn't shock them. Yeah, like every now and again, just like
1: launch some meat at <laughs> them. All. Oh yeah, just completely f- turn on a dime and throw food. Yeah,
2: yeah. but so that when they're ready, they yeah. don't even blink twice. Yeah. yeah. Every morning, instead of a shower,
3: we just dump marinara sauce on them just oh, so they're ready God. for whatever comes their way. They have to
2: wear the same outfit for the first 10 yeah. years of their life. Address me as Yes Chef. <laughs>
0: Despite being dressed covered in corn, I
2: feel pretty good. Yeah, that's the attitude. The kids that's, what need. Yeah. that's
3: what we they want. We want a corn pot. We're, we're raising our children in a corn positive home. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyways, so do so, so they get letters from their parents? It's really sweet. Sadie's is a mystery. Uh, that yeah. Do you think the judges or the producers read the letters before they they allow them on air? Like maybe Sadie's mums was just, <laughs> just too followed, raw for TV, too explicit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah just like full of swears and like really aggressive towards the other competitors <laughs> like, I smash want... them yeah that's right destroy them <laughs> tear them limb from limb Sadie,
3: you i gave you the poison before you left now's the time <laughs> put it in chase cake batter <laughs> or maybe
2: like sadie's was like just updating her on the world because they're like out of this bubble so it was more just about like politics and yeah. current events and a new book right. and it wasn't emotional enough
1: uh, maybe yeah. is like, that yeah. like just very factual or yeah.
2: poli- or political? It was like Rupert Murdoch. <laughs> <laughs> they actually I was reading about the Murdochs Oof. this week, and Elizabeth was mentioned. It was, it was a real like oh. full circle. Elizabeth oh, Murdoch, yeah,
1: the the, the, one the executive producer only. of the show.
2: Yeah, because there's mm. been a big clash between the people who are the talent on Fox, like the shows, mm. and the newscasters who are. Kind of bringing in this right wing audience and so the talent on the show has been like I don't want to be associated with this brand yeah. and there's some young Murdoch called like Louis murdoch or levi murdoch i can't remember his name Mm -hmm. who's like the son of report and he's trying to find middle ground Mm -hmm. to bring these like newscasters more in line and yeah he's a bit of a
1: maverick that guy
2: yeah he doesn't want to be known as like the trump network because the Mm -hmm. talent is kicking off but then the newscasters are saying well we're the ones bringing in the viewers Mm -hmm. and i was like maybe he probably just shouldn't have a news channel associated with entertainment
3: yeah like, like really, pick one or the other. Split them.
2: Yeah, like it doesn't. I don't know if it seems ethical. Anyway, maybe just Rebecca's letter to Sadie was like. Was that? those
1: lines. <laughs> it was all just about like media literacy. Yeah, yeah.
2: Truth or, of the press, freedom of the
3: press. Yeah,
1: totally. We're totally.
3: <laughs> just like full of super personal information. Being like, dear Sadie, like I
2: miss you. Don't forget your social insurance <laughs> number is. <laughs> I left the key under the mat yeah. for you at one zero two seven twenty three.
0: <laughs> um, so, lots
2: of things that it could be.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: We
2: love mm-hmm. challenges like these oh, though, hey? Yeah, where kids really get. Mm.
3: They were all so good. All those dishes were so interesting. They all said something about the kids' heritage. Let's or... talk
2: about the German girl in the corner. What?
3: <laughs> Ivy? I- how did you just hide that from us this whole time? You yeah. lived more than half your life in
2: Germany and it has never come up. On a show where literally yeah. all they do is talk about people's heritage constantly. Yeah. How did we not know that you lived in Germany for seven years?
1: Do you think she speaks German?
2: She must. She must. So how did that not come up? <laughs> How is she never, like, ch- subtitles or, like, Hi, I'm Ivy and Spraken's is Deutsch. <laughs> Wouldn't it be amazing if just one of the kids just didn't speak English at all? <laughs> That'd be exciting. I that
3: was
1: boring. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, so I I'm, I'm not your friend. I'm not your friend.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Are we going to watch Adult Master Show? Oh, let's talk about it another time, thing. Okay. So, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. Anyway... <laughs> Ivy and her food and her world travels, especially these kids who go to Spain, like, once. Yeah. And ben. Ben. And bring out, like, 17.
0: <laughs> Maybe
2: he's saying a country there, coming down,
3: like, Geneva. <laughs> or it's a different language. <gasps> it's something we never considered. And it just sounds like English. Yeah. <laughs> Coming down Germanji <laughs> actually in
2: Swahili means I'm baking a blueberry pie. Um, I was just fascinated. But maybe with Ivy they thought she had too many things. Like, oh she's the hat girl. She's just is the correct term a little well, person. I think a little person. So there's right? mm-hmm. a little person. She's sassy, like she's talented. Maybe she had mm-hmm. too many characters. So they're like, Oh, just don't mention the German thing's just confusing. Yeah, that must be you, like you just must have to make choices as a producer to be
3: like, you know, we can't Oh, yeah. We can't display mm. these people as the multidimensional people there. There's just not time. I'm,
1: like, are you trying to tell me that if they this had been part of her character, that we would have been confused by that? Overwhelmed? Yeah. Well, like, Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, exactly. Like, I think we can handle it. I She's do go- agree that that's what their thinking probably is, but that thinking is somewhat insulting.
2: I have been in multiple story meetings <laughs> yeah. where they simplify storylines or characters because of mm. the middle... They say because of Middle America. I'm using quotation marks. The Middle gonna... American viewer <sighs> no. wouldn't understand it. That
1: is so. That is so offensive. Rejective. It's crazy. I know. And it could be part of the problem. You know, if you keep dumbing shit down. Oh. Damn it! Oh. You know what? I'm not having. I, I feel passionate about this. I'm leaving that swear in. Ah!
3: You should label. We should label it then.
1: No, no. One one expletive isn't doesn't equal the E. It's if we were freewheeling, which we're not. But, We're going to be
3: swearing at our junior chefs one day. Yeah, that.
1: that's right. But if you keep if you keep dumbing down uh, things as simple as a cooking show, then you're going to have a population that's, that is dumbed down.
3: Yeah. Right? So I this
1: agree. This is part of the problem. Because
2: very often, so TV doesn't want to appeal. They call it coastal towns, you know, like the big cities. Mm-hmm. They don't want to appeal to the big cities. Why? Because we have money. Because the majority of the viewers are middle America. So often they will not touch religion. They will not like... Mm. they will not talk about like evolution or science in case it offends middle america Ugh. which is just like
1: well that's uh, offending it's very ignorant well uh, offending is one thing i can understand that from a purely business sense but the idea that that the people that live in in between the coasts are somehow less intelligent. That is it's so insulting. ridiculous.
2: Mm-hmm. It's offensive. Mm. It's how like politics works as well with um, the popular vote and then mm. what do they call it? The electoral college mm-hmm. because Middle America get has a higher weight. Mm-hmm all these candidates are trying to appeal to what they think middle Americans are, which are like, yeah. oh, those are the working class, yeah. like, so real like, American people. And you're like, you have they no have accountants I and lawyers. And Ivy like, lives in Georgia. Ivy lives in Georgia. Like, and her parents seem very cool. They've lived in Germany and, like, yeah. cultured. You can't just be like, oh, middle Americans. is one Never kind of I know. state.
1: And you're trying to tell me that Reed is being, like... Reed is a he's super so intelligent, mm-hmm. very mature, he's eight-year-old, mm-hmm. he's from Middle America, he's being he's raised gifted. by that family. Mm-hmm. But he's and yeah, he hunts and he fishes and he does all that sort of stuff. But but I don't think that his parents couldn't handle it if they introduced a fourth <laughs> character element for Ivy in a yeah, cooking show. No. They're like, whoa,
3: whoa, whoa, this girl has a hat. And she's been to Berlin. Yeah, this, Stuff that's not rad. This Beats, is
1: fake. This Beats is fake. Is
2: fake news. <laughs> Beats family news. is probably the type of family stereotypical that producers are thinking of yeah. when they think of middle American families. Mm-hmm. But do you know what I loved? How his dad... You know when you... Again, this me being surprised by this is me stereotyping. Mm-hmm. But what I loved about it was his dad was standing up on that balcony mm-hmm. calling down to his son, I love you. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like... See, so just you, this, like, big macho guy, and then we'd mm-hmm. also, like, macho little guy, and the brother was, like, a hot macho brother. <laughs> okay. yeah, you don't, don't know, know the age of him. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you better be careful.
2: He's a good-looking go. 19-year-old.
3: Attractive. Oh, so. He could
2: be a good dad one day. Well, you know. What would I do differently?
3: Um, <laughs> just do a quick, uh, just say the age of everyone else on the show. That might be...
2: <laughs> That's what I do. His I, brother, you're here as a 19-year-old fan of the show. Anyway, Hoping 20. I love that he... Hoping 20. Like, my dad grew up in a, an environment where his dad did not tell him he loved him. It was seen stoic, as, like, right? stoic, a weakness thing. Mm. And even my dad finds it very hard to mm. express that, especially to my brothers. Like, I think with my sister and I, he's probably more mm. verbose on that. Um, But he just, he finds it really hard. Mm. And I, thought, I just thought it was awesome to, yeah. like... To to for dad to be saying to son I love you and for the son to call back I love you too mm. I was like yes yeah, it's great because that, that's how see that like emotion ability to see how you that's feel that's important that's so important so and it so would important. it would solve so many problems in the world and it gave me just hope that like this younger generation like it's cool to cry yeah. on TV and it's cool to feel and it's cool to be to, sc- it's okay to be
3: scared yeah. it's okay to be worried yeah. it's okay to like not have to be. Tough all the time. Yeah, and like, as a
2: boy, like you can hunt you and need you can to fish hear that. and yeah. you can play football, but you can also like tell your dad you love him mm-hmm. and cry when you're scared. Yeah, and basically, I'm saying Reed is like the epitome of the modern man. I love it. <laughs> Reed for president? No, Sadie's <laughs> gonna be president, but Reed can like be vice president.
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: imagine.
3: imagine? Wow. Uh, what Gee. year would that be? How old are they? Eight and eleven. Mm, so forty years from now, maybe sure 2060 sadie reed that's a bill (laughs) i can get behind
1: (laughs) absolutely uh do you think um that reed's family the dad and the brother do you think that they were wearing their own clothes or do you think that they were dressed down by the producers. Mm.
2: Well, the brother was looking, like, snazzy. He was wearing, like, a nice okay. blue shirt. Because he was and... also
1: wearing a baseball cap. No, but
2: like, did it not look like they've been, like, put this on?
1: Yes, yeah. exactly.
2: Like, because it... He's like, I did my hair. Like, yeah. look at these luscious curls. <laughs> he did have nice curls. Luscious? Hmm, and I'm the weird... Okay, that's fine. <laughs> uh, he, um... was oh, your dad just sending you a wee text. Yeah. It's popping up. Hi, Paul. Um, yeah, it did look a bit like they just... The dad looked like that was his own shirt, right? Mm-hmm. I know. Do they they must like dress them to match so you don't get confused with like which parents belong to who? But if you're like a nineteen year old or twenty year old and you're going on a TV show with your dad, you wouldn't be like, Oh I'm definitely gonna wear camo if my yeah. dad's wearing camo. Like you'd be trying to dress differently, right? Yeah, you'd think so.
3: Yeah, you'd put on I know, what was what was I wearing when I was nineteen? Um, not camo. Not matching my mom. Yeah, not much. matching your mom yeah. is more the point. Yeah.
2: Or your little brother. Yeah. Yeah.
3: It's is it interesting that all of them have siblings? Like there's no only children on this? Hmm. Does that make a difference? Some of them have more than one sibling, too, right? Mm-hmm. Like Re or um Che talks about multiple brothers.
2: Cooking for his brothers after school. Oh my heart. Oh,
3: but gosh. how do you
2: pick which brother to bring? Just your favorite one. I mean, sorry, if Cosimo's in your family, you're really having to think about it, <laughs> suit up. We're going to LA. Cosmo's like, oh, I was going anyways. So. <laughs> I was in town for some, some meetings, meetings. yeah. We're taking some lunches. That's so
3: funny. My tour manager oh. wanted to meet. Okay, let's talk about the food. Oh, yeah. They all cooked something so interesting. Aaron cooked uh, some Ethiopian lamb?
1: hmm
3: It looked delicious. Mm-hmm. Somebody made Thumbelina carrots, which I hadn't heard of, but... So cute. Mm -hmm.
2: So cute. (laughs) City made olive oil poached halibut. So rich. With goat's cheese stuffed zucchini flour in a salad. Mm -hmm. Oh, did I take notes? No, but that just sounded delicious. And I was like, I want to eat that. So Mm it's in my brain. Yeah, that was a really good one. That's the only one I
3: can remember. I was a bit
2: worried about Reed because he cooked fried chicken with peas and mashed potatoes. And I I was like, is this elevated enough?
3: I know. He just needed to do like one more thing to take it to the next level. Mm -hmm. Like fried chicken with sounds in that, you know your yeah. Stacey. it needs like a certain amount of syllables to sound fancy and so just, like go fried ahead. chicken and taters so if it's fried chicken and cinnamon sauce <laughs> <laughs> something,
2: something like that today I'm you like fireball fried chicken yeah. with a See? reduced cinnamon glass more- and what's a fancy word no, and like pom m- puree yeah. with with springtime time p- petit pois
1: and candied walnuts. Oh, yeah. you, stick candy can, candy you, something. you stick a candied walnut With in it. With
3: caramelized palm puree and thumbelita carrots 12
2: ways. <laughs> yeah, so we should play a game where we write down all these MasterChef buzzwords. <laughs> and we have a bowl of a protein, a bowl of a oh, side, a bowl of a sauce. We'll do this for the finale. I like this. We'll pick one each and then that's each of our finale meals. We'll see who wins. <gasps> and then we have to make it. No, no. <laughs> no, we we say this every time, we never do But I in all these, we know these buzzwords now I think it's we true. sound like we cook almost It's like Mad Libs yeah. yeah, a deconstructed Oh, that's good Maple cherry upside down cake With creme anglaise And poached vanilla bean pods Oh, that's good
1: Poached vanilla bean <laughs> pods
2: and a, and a pickled creme
3: fraiche
2: <laughs> Yeah
1: you definitely have to have some <laughs> French words in there. Yeah, like yeah, cat, yeah, That's a yeah. must.
2: That's yeah. a success. Guys, this is jumping forward, but I was trying to think up the name for Sadie's French Bistro and Cat Cafe. Mm-hmm. And I thought Le Chat would be quite good because it means the cats. Mm-hmm. But then it also would look like the chats. Like, oh, come on in. Let's chat. Cute. Or it cute. Isn't
1: uh Do they spell yeah. Chat. C H A T? Oh, it's mm-hmm. like Chateau too, right? Yeah. So maybe there's <gasps> a chateau.
2: Maybe it's called the Chateau. Chateau. Mo meow. meow.
3: Yeah, what is the word? They have like different words for animal sounds in French. meow Meow.
2: Mew. 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 Because like a rooster. How do you say meow in French? (laughs) (laughs) Meow. I'm gonna play again. Meow. 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 Shut meow there you go no, no, no. Anyway, I think Chateau is, is good, good. Yeah, it's thanks. like the
3: cat castle sort of a you could be good mm-hmm. okay well that's fine yours was good too anyway. Anyway, I think so was better
2: anyway uh, we're
3: just workshopping mm-hmm. okay so they cook and Cheech wins Cheech It's what we're calling Che now
2: apparently
1: mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: so cute actually now I've seen his mom maybe it was Che Guevara he was named after then who is Cosimo named after the god of <laughs> thunder thunder <laughs> Anything Like, his mom is obviously, like, cool and edgy, and maybe you would name your kid after Che Guevara. Like, he was a leader. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like Che is. He was a leader of his
3: baseball team. <laughs> che Guevara was president of his student council.
2: <laughs> Grade five. He's gone on to great things. So he won in his little face.
3: He was so delighted. It was just such a joyful... Like his jaw dropped oh. and he could yeah. not undrop it was so thrilled. It's like, gotta put my apron on. What a feeling. Mm-hmm. What a feeling. I love him. Yeah. And then he gets an advantage where he <laughs> then, um, is given a series of boxes right. that he gets to distribute to the remaining chefs who are cooking once more. This but, is the second time he's had this, like the power, the power. Mm-hmm. So, uh, they tease him a little bit by saying, here's what's in these boxes.
2: Uh, You eat eat
3: eat them raw. raw. They have
1: flesh. Yeah. And they're common. Yeah. And so everybody was thinking it was going to be some kind of animal. I was
2: thinking oyster
3: maybe.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah.
3: (laughs) Just five different types of oysters. (laughs) You get the cushy Fanny Bay for you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Ah. But it was
3: fruit, fruit, fruit. Root and toot and fruit. So there was cherries, pears, mangoes, pineapple, and peach. I thought
2: mango was the worst.
3: Mango is always the worst. Mango, yeah, like, people just get excited about mango because it's not as common, but mango is not that good. There, I've got on record of saying it. <laughs> Never
2: bring me a mango
3: again. Anyone. Whoa. I
2: tried to put mango in a smoothie once when I was trying to like make smoothies, and it goes so stringy. Like, I was drinking it. I was like... Was like mm. I think that's what Christina meant when she said fibrous. Yeah. Like it's just stringy. It's, it's like hairs. Thing. It you turns know. into hairs.
1: Hmm. So I felt uh, bad for weed. I love a mango. I eat a mango. You'd every day you love a mango? Yeah. I can eat one every day. Oh.
2: But you know if you get them, they're like not that ripe. It's mm-hmm. hard to get like the that sweet, sweet spot. spot. Yeah. yeah, it's true.
1: It's true. Mangoes. So
2: there's like definitely more
3: fruit in here that has a better margin of of error. And it's it somebody's job to go and just like find like fill the Master Chef kitchen with fruit that is like ripe and ready to go I guess so. that day. Yeah, must be um. So he gives. So everybody gets to ask for what they want. It's sort of a weird situation where they go down the line. and Everybody kind of makes a request for the fruit of their dreams, and then Che that, slash that. ignores them
2: all. Yeah, I like that. Che is competitive. Yeah. Uh,
1: I guess so. I think I think Che is definitely the most mature person here. Uh, in, At this and, table, uh, oh, well, yeah, yeah, including us. He's the, the top three. six mature
3: people in this. But I think
1: he, I think he okay. fell into sort of like the producer's trap a little bit here, mm-hmm. where they, he knew, he knew what they wanted him to do, and he did it, and that's totally cool. But if you think about it, there's really no point to. Not giving people the exact fruit they want, yeah, because he's already in the finals. Mm-hmm. What difference does it make? Well,
3: you want to bring the weakest people possible into the final, so that you.
1: Yeah, but is there how much of a difference but is then, there between these people? At this point?
2: Also, should you not have just then given them what they want? Like you should have given the weaker ones what they wanted, so they did well and yeah, went through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Like,
3: so, where it's just I get like yeah.
1: So if you gave if you gave Aaron the pineapple like he wanted, and mm. you gave Reed the peach, well now you have three others who all want cherries. Oh, interesting. Who do you actually give the cherries to? Mm. And that becomes the. It was a lose
2: lose for T. It's hard to come out of that situation graceful gracefully. Yeah. Maybe he just didn't hear
3: them. <laughs> like they said it, and then he was like, "Oh, I, like I was kind of in my own head, still celebrating my win." Mm. In uh, his head, he's like, "La la 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 la, <laughs> la 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 la. Take me all the check." Do, do, do. <laughs> Anyway, fruit. Fruit. So he gives Aaron cherries. He gives Ivy the pear. He gives Reed mango. He gives Sadie pineapple. And Malia gets the peach.
2: Reed was ticked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was so curt. Have you ever tried mango before?
3: No. No.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but Sadie, when she picked up the pineapple, did this little face like, like, I don't know, it was like. It was Mm as though she had this secret in her head, like "Little does he know, I eat pineapple every night before bed." (laughs) (laughs) I've got a pineapple in my pocket. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Pineapple in my pocket. Well, he did say before he gave her the pineapple, he's like, "Oh, this person is like a real competitor and a real threat to me, so I want to give them something hard." So I think she was just pleased to something she was
2: terrible, like pineapple. Good luck.
3: (laughs) I know these are all fine. I know. (laughs) Yeah, you could sub any of these out for any of the other things. Like if you mixed and matched any of these dishes. If you had, like, a pear upside-down cake Mm. or mango... mangoes and cream biscuits, like, that would all
2: be delicious, too. (sighs) Are we gonna talk about peaches and cream now? Or are we gonna wait? (laughs) Let's go for it. Malia. (laughs) Uh, She got through... Um, First of all, though, we love her. Love her. She's been very... Come on the show. Being very consistent. Yeah. Seems like a great kid. Great-looking dad. (laughs) However...
3: For... on. Like visually, um, hearing it described as well, it did not seem like an exciting dish. Mm -hmm. When we saw her plating that and her being like, I made peaches and cream and biscuits. We're like, okay, bye forever.
2: I literally said, yeah, bye.
1: Yeah.
2: Like it was just you use the peach in one way. They didn't. One way? Peaches Peaches, one one way? way?
3: (laughs) What year is this? The stone age? The stone fruit age?
2: (laughs) Season one? (laughs) Ugh. <laughs> yeah, it was just like, she said, oh, they were caramelized in sautére and in sugar and water, which sounds delicious, sure. but caramelization, like, I thought they were going to pick no it up brown. and be like, there's no brown on, mm-hmm. you know, how you're looking for that yeah. nice, nice caramel brown. Yeah, whenever we're judging cooking competitions, that's what we're looking yeah, for. Yeah, and then it was just cream. I mean, the biscuits were good, but, like, it's just a biscuit. It's just a biscuit. Like, what What would I have done differently? Mm. Mm. Maybe a peaches and cream panna cotta with a biscuit tuile.
1: Oh. Jen. Buzzwords. Buzz, buzz, buzz. Bam. That Bam. would have
2: been delicious. Yeah. With a caramelized sauterne peach puree. Yes. Oh. Yeah, and the biscuits crumble a deconstructed brisket biscuit, so crumbled around the plate, and,
1: and a deconstructed brisket.
2: Yes, <laughs> And the peach puree could have been done in those little dollops, Dollop. yeah. and then you could have had little peach jellies as well.
1: That's that sounds like a peaches and cream dish that gets you to the finals. Yeah,
2: well,
3: not
1: not just
2: peaches and biscuits.
1: It's <laughs> so it just was so. Basic. I'm sure it was delicious. Yeah, but she
3: wasn't selling it. She wasn't branding it in the master. Did she get through sort of just
1: based on that? On the actual plate, like the dish itself, you know, the sort of lunar-looking nice dish. dish. Yeah, Yeah.
3: (laughs) like a nice plate. She's like, "Oh, I threw this. uh, I threw some pottery while I was waiting for the biscuits to cook. I made this plate. The glazing is uh... like
1: it must have been. It must have been mind-blowing. These peaches. Like it was just
2: peaches. Even if you think about like all the other kids doing all these different elements, she made the biscuits, put them in the oven, did the peaches, whipped some cream, and put it on a plate. It feels like it was was very confusing. I mean, unless you're right, and yeah. the taste was unbelievable. But even the execution of the dish, mm-hmm. to eat that, the biscuit was just kind of there dry. Mm-hmm. You would have had to have gotten your fork, put the cream on the biscuit, mm-hmm. spread it around. Who has put, the time? Take little, <laughs> cut up little bits. I don't, it was just a straight... Mm-hmm. It
1: was, yeah.
2: I mean, to be clear, none of us could have made it, and no. it was probably very tasty. If you tasty. made that for me, Malia, if you come over and make that for me, I will... Buy you a car. <laughs> <laughs> but I just want to say you look at someone like Sadie's dish, mm-hmm. pineapple three ways? three ways and a delicious cake one
3: way with the cake, that's fine because of the the three, three ways with the other four way dish. yeah, it was beautiful. it was complex. It was beautiful. There was depth to it. It just like sounded impressive. Emily's mm-hmm. didn't sound impressive, and it's hard on TV to
2: To see the difference, between... like Mm -hmm. in my opinion, the other people were never gonna go through. Like Reed's cake looked really Mm -hmm. chunky. Mm -hmm. Aaron's duck was undercooked. Is that everyone? Yeah. And the cherry wasn't really the star Uh, star, there. I think
3: if you put the cherry on the duck, Mm. he might have done a little better. But when Mm -hmm. you like
2: buried the cherry underneath, Mm. you really need Mm -hmm. to like spell it out for Gordon. Spell it with cherry. (laughs) Spell (laughs) it cherry with the puree. And then obviously Ivy did the. Blue cheese, Beautiful. crusted pork chop with pears. and Two ways. Two ways. Mm-hmm. And something. That was cabbage. very sophisticated. That that menu,
3: that dish looked bananas. Because, mm-hmm. I
2: mean, we're in the semi-final. You're looking for that level of
3: elevation. Yeah. Yeah. Something that you're like, wow, a kid made this? Yeah. And you're like, oh, a kid made peaches and cream and biscuits? You're like, yeah, I, I can believe that. you want to talk if about If I can make it, like, I could make that, I think. I think I can. I think you could make. I think
2: can make that, I, I could make that too. I mm. could
3: probably not make blue cheese crusted pork chops with pickled yeah. cabbage and mm, whatever, so she, did pear, whatever yeah, she did to the whatever magical thing she did to. We don't even know. It. I don't know how to make a jelly. What did she say it was? Gastrique. Oh, Gastrique.
2: What is that? I don't that? even know. So I feel like I've had gastronomical issues or like. <laughs> so that's <offensive laughs> to you. Yeah, I was like. <laughs> that it
3: hurt must be me? like
2: an asc- acidic
3: yes. something.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
3: So it's sort of
2: like an acidic sauce.
1: Yeah.
3: Okay.
2: Great. No, I know. We figured um, it out. Do you want to talk about Gordon's reaction to Ivy's?
3: Yeah. So he stares deep in her eyes with a frown on his face.
1: And shakes his head. Shakes
3: his head. He says, What's, What should I see when I cut this pork chop open? Should be whatever color they agreed on. Glistening that white? Up. That's yeah. something they say a lot. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> well, I've got a glist- for, <laughs> made for you today a glistening white streak, <laughs> deconstructed four ways. Um, but he says, If this. If this pork chop is undercooked, it's good night. Ivy
2: like gulps with fear,
1: hides oh. her eyes,
2: hides her eyes, and she's got she's wearing a Band-Aid. <laughs> we noticed a lot of the kids a have band aids, a- but they've started cutting them out the storyline, maybe for legal reasons. <laughs> Questionably, continue. Um, and then he takes a bite, cuts it open, shakes,
3: takes a bite, shakes his head, cuts the commercial, comes back, shakes his head again, and he says, "It's what does he even say? Something positive." Delicious, delicious, perfect. Yeah, and then I was wondering, but he's still frowning, so it's confusing. (laughs) Yeah, and I was wondering if maybe he has some sort of neurological disorder where he's just like incapable of,
2: Uh, of like showing what he's feeling or saying things. Or do you think he's just so trait? He's he's done so many episodes of so many different cooking shows. Do you think like obviously the directors want the suspense? But do you think it's hard for him not to do that now in his day to day life? Yeah, like he's at the store (laughs) and they're like, "Do you want another drink or something?" And he's like absolutely I <laughs> do not want to be thirsty anymore <laughs> so do I want another drink what would I do differently <laughs> yes. get me a drink <laughs> <laughs> the
1: waiter is just like uh, yeah, so you yeah. do want <laughs> <right?"
2: laughs> just driving his wife crazy
3: I'm so sweaty today
1: um it's out. any updates on uh Chef Live
3: no no oh. they said they're gonna get back to us when they have more information which
2: makes me feel like they haven't Planned it? Booked anybody?
3: Does it seem weird that they haven't
1: mentioned it on air?
2: I think they might be waiting to see if they've like sold enough tickets or something before they even commit to doing it. Maybe we're Hmm. missing the commercial break That's true.
1: Because
3: like when they filmed this, it was probably before MasterChef Live had been planned. Yeah. So they wouldn't be just working into casual conversation.
1: Mm, Yeah.
3: But there there might be like advertising that we're missing for it.
1: Right. Hmm.
3: Um, But I'm... So, like, I'm nervous to buy our Cincinnati plane tickets. If it's like, what if it gets
2: canceled and then we just are in Cincinnati? Yeah, we're not going to Cincinnati willy-nilly. Yeah. We're there to work, which is why we're writing it (laughs) (laughs) off. Tax people. Anyway, let's summarize what happened. So our final, Che, Ivy, Ivy, Malia, Malia. who's going to win? Ooh, Che.
1: (sighs) I'm going to go with Malia.
2: I'm going to go Che all day. (laughs)
1: Yeah. <laughs> Team J. Two che- for the Cheech.
2: Why do none of us think Ivy? I don't know. Interesting.
1: Well, she has always sort of flown a little bit under the radar. Mm. Um, she's but she's
2: consistent. got a quiet
3: confidence, you know? But did, like, yeah. did
2: she win any challenges?
1: Yeah, she's I had don't... two
2: big Ws. Yeah,
1: I don't. I don't remember her winning any.
2: I don't either, but...
1: Like it all kind of blurs together. Yeah. I
2: have to forget about what's happened in the previous episode, basically soon yeah. it's over. That's why I have to take notes. I and do if... want to say Reed, Sadie, Aaron, yeah. you're all excellent. So good. Mm-hmm. Any the, ca- the three characters of the show, some yeah. say. Yes. If if that some had say. been if the
3: three <laughs> of them had been in the final, I would also be like, Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Too. Any totally. of them could have been vying for that, for that title, for mm-hmm. that coveted trophy. And how much money is it? Ten thousand dollars? Hundred thousand
1: dollars, isn't it?
3: Okay, you're you're ten years old. You win a hundred thousand dollars. What are you spending it on?
1: A Ferrari. You I think your parents banks.
2: would just put it in the bank for college or healthcare or something.
1: You'd 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 have. You I don't know so, yeah. for your
2: presidential campaign in twenty yeah twenty forty. Yeah. Also, Sadie invite is over for dinner. Yeah, <laughs> we're so close. We are so close emotionally. <gasps> And location wise, we should fly out
3: of Seattle to Cincinnati <laughs> and then just do a little, little stop. We'll stop in. Sadie, read us that r- letter with your address in it. We'll be
2: <laughs> <laughs> just mail us your mom's letter where you left the key. Then we can go to Georgia and see all the kids. No, we're not going to Georgia. No. no. You know what,
3: Master Chef? You gotta. You need to take a stand. A lot of Hollywood is taking a stand against certain states mm-hmm. like Georgia.
2: I know MasterChef has been pretty hard on Georgia this year. Everyone's been
1: like, "Oh, I'm not going. I'm going not
2: back to Georgia." Back to Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> Is MasterChef like at the f- the forefront of women's rights? Maybe, maybe.
3: <laughs> Thanks, Fox. Women represent.
1: <laughs> um,
3: that's all coded language.
1: Yeah. Anything else you guys want to talk about this episode?
3: I can't believe it's going to be the finale. I know. I can't believe
2: it's over. There
1: you go. It's been fast. This it all really went fast when nature. we
3: skipped like the first four episodes. It really <laughs> yeah, just first. blasts by.
2: Forgot uh, about that. Me too. I'm like, why does this season feel short? Oh <laughs> Should we do
3: something special for like what could we do special for the finale
2: this year? It'll be a surprise. Mm. We'll come out for all fair and it'll be excellent. Okay. I'll yeah. start an iMessage thread.
1: All right. Sounds good. Uh, how can people find us on social media?
2: Go to After Chef Junior on
3: Twitter or Instagram. Not Facebook.
1: <laughs> and we never use it. And Facebook. if you want
3: to donate to our, our Patreon account to support the show and support our journey to cincinnati all right I, we need a brand for that like the march to cincinnati or the, like the...
1: the march to cincinnati
3: <laughs> the march on
2: cincinnati
3: the march
1: on cincinnati <laughs> the jack-o-lantern cook-off yeah. <laughs> after Bu- i
2: emailed after Bus tv oh yeah <laughs> no response yet mm-hmm. they're probably googling
3: like jack-o-lantern challenge <laughs> question mark question mark what could this mean? How Is this you... a code for
2: <laughs> How do you cook pumpkin? Cincinnati style. Pumpkin. How many ways will we do pumpkin?
1: Oh, wait. It was a chili jack-o-lantern <laughs> or something? Like that. Oh, what it the was home? chili
2: in a
3: jack-o-lantern. I thunder. feel like each of us do it three ways together. We can have a nine-way. There you go. Cincinnati classic nine-way pumpkin chili <laughs> against After Bunch Jr.
2: <laughs> you
1: can't even say it. Anyway, After Bunch Jr.? <laughs> The After,
2: the after Buzz 3. After Buzz, the After Buzz
3: 3. So if you want to support the March on Cincinnati colon the Great Pumpkin Cook-Off <laughs> please go to our Patreon account um, which is at Gordon Ramsay. I wouldn't feed it to my and then there's a dot and then you write the word dog.
2: <laughs> Wait, it's so a March on Cincinnati colon the Pumpkin Chili Cook-Off Classic. Yeah, that's, that's catchy. The oh, PCs. Yeah are we making t-shirts <laughs> the pcc the, the pc three ways the C is the three. pc three pc <laughs> okay anyways we'll workshop it we'll workshop it yeah we'll
3: make t-shirts uh, everyone can get one all
1: right everybody thanks so much uh <laughs> and uh we'll be back next week for the finale
0: Bye. Matthew how are you I am great. I am very well myself. How are you? I'm
3: good. It's such a treat to talk to you. You were you know, we don't like to play favorites on the show, but yeah. um you were a real shining star in our eyes.
0: Well Well, thank you so much. You know, like thank you for your support because like right now, like you're kind of the shining star in my eye because like Matthew. I love the supporters. Like just love and support it's just too kind. So thank you.
3: Ah, Matthew. Just this—you are a ray of positivity. How do you stay so positive all the time?
0: Well, you know, you only live once, and I kind of feel like, you no, know, MasterChef Junior was always my dream, and right now I'm running for vice president of my school. And always my motto is "dream it, do it," and just this whole entire experience has just been my dream it, my dreaming and then me actually doing it and that just is my motivation for me to stay positive because I know like by just staying positive everything's gonna be all right you know you're gonna get through this and just dream it and do it just live by the motto
3: I feel so inspired right now I feel like I should go run a marathon or
0: something (laughs) what did I get done
3: what okay you want to be vice president of your school what do you what are your platforms what are your goals with that
0: Um, really, my goals is just to just enjoy life and like, just dream it, do it and just have a good time and like, enjoy what you have. Because, you know, one of my other big mottos is just, you know, it could always be worse. So like, to (laughs) those kids who like think they hate something you know, it could always be worse. So you always just got to, you got to, you got to work what, what you have and make the best of it.
3: I love that. Let's um, talk a little bit about MasterChef. What was it like to do the audition? If you can think back to way back then when you were really little, it oh, feels yeah. like it was probably a long time ago now, wasn't it?
0: It definitely was. But I remember that my parents they said, Okay, we're gonna go to the open call and I'm like, Yeah, baby. Uh I did like <laughs> I was like to be honest with you, I was not like a C all the time. Like I did not know I was not the best cook, but I was so passionate about the show. Yo, know, I gotta give some call outs, like sure. Sarah from season one addison from season four Mm -hmm. like justice from season five Mm -hmm. ariana from season six all of them they're just they're just my idols so it just it i was just i always wanted to be on the show and i was kind of driving my parents a little cuckoo because i'm like i want to be on the show i want to be like justice i want to be like ariana but we all want to be like justice yeah Yeah, she's pretty awesome. Gotta Mm. give it to her. Um, so then finally they just had enough and they signed me up. And I remember we were probably waiting for like two hours there at the open call and we I just really wanted to go in and I was so anxious but I just I felt I felt like I felt like so happy, like I was just so giggling because like even now it just it was like it's like I'm actually following my dream and it just It was just so amazing for me. And it was just like, I kind of messed up a little. But I'm like, you know what? Passion is what's going to get you through this. (laughs) And it worked.
3: It worked. What did you cook for your audition dish?
0: So I know this changes a lot of seasons uh, for the Mm auditions. But for mine, we had to cook an egg, uh, chop something, just chop something like a bell pepper, Mm -hmm and then that's basically it and that's then they rise and well yeah because like, I you could have do to those things b- maybe I could be on master junior but you got to have the basics <laughs> right before you put the add on so like i kind of like to think of it I sing and we got to like start from the basics and then get the add ons I kind of like to think of it like you have cake and then you have the frosting. So like you have the cake, you just got to build up. You got to have those basic skills. And this is also advice for anyone who wants to try out. You got to have the basic skills. So just like know how to chop, just know how to like stir things, just know how to cook, just know how to do those simple things. And then you're gonna add the frosting, the sprinkles, and that's when you gotta take off. You gotta create your own things. You gotta really get into it. You gotta just take it up from there. Start building a repertoire. You just gotta you gotta keep on going each time. So that's how I like to think of it. You gotta build up the cake, then the frosting.
3: Yeah. Oh, that's good. That You should write a book, Matthew. You're just full of good advice. I think that should Thank be your you next so thing. Thank you so much. Yeah.
0: Thank you.
3: <laughs> you just got to dream it and then you do it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you um, – so had you ever done anything like this before? Had you ever been on TV or auditioned or competed for anything before?
0: I've never been on TV before, <laughs> but I was kind of like – all kids where they all wanted to be on TV. We all love famous stars. So I was kind of <laughs> like a nobody there. Uh-huh. But then, you know, I think that a lot of kids want to be on it. And this is also some advice again. Mm-hmm. A lot of people want to be on the show. But what's going to get you there is if you're not just a dreamer. So you got you to gotta build up from that. And I think that's what got me onto the show because – a lot of people w- can want to be on it. It's a matter if they get up, they start practicing cooking. They start getting up and they start, they, they say, I want to do this and I want to be determined. So you just got to build it up from there.
3: Who taught you to and, cook?
0: Um, I'm mostly self-taught. Because I love the show mm-hmm. and I just, and I watched a lot of YouTube mm-hmm. and I just really want to do it. Um, uh, blue apron helped me a lot. Oh. I would order blue apron and I would just start just practicing cooking from there and I would just like kind of mess around in the kitchen and that was all through my life. But then when I was seven years old I I started getting up from just a dreamer and I started becoming a doer and that's when I started taking serious cooking much more seriously and I said, Daddy could I please have a cooking te- private cooking teacher? And I had a private cooking teacher I worked with named Lori. She had her own business called Lori's Table. And from there, I just started working up my reputation. I started becoming an actual cook where I could actually say, hey, friends, I actually can cook because before I'm just kind of like a dreamer, but then you got to become a doer. And mm-hmm. that's from set, age seven, that's when I really started becoming that doer's Matthew.
3: Wow. And now you're, are you nine now? Nine years old? Yes, mm-hmm. right now
0: I'm nine.
3: What's it been like coming back from the, the show to real life? What What do your friends say? What does everyone at school say?
0: Um. Well, coming back to like real life, yeah, it's quotes. been very... <laughs> different because Mm. you're not competing every day so all but all of my friends are like oh you did an amazing job and I had this one friend named Priyanka she got really really jealous but you know what I tell people is that I might have been on TV but that does not set me apart from you you can still do it. It's a marathon, it's a long stretch. You got your whole life, you're only nine and eight years old. So I tell my friends, just go after it. And you know, I might've had done it first, but you guys can do it too. Like anybody, I mean, if you live in Nebraska, if you live anywhere, Asia, wherever you live, you gotta, you, you, even if you look up to your idols and you're like, oh, I can't do it, I'm so jealous. Don't think that's the stopping point for you, because it, like when you're running a marathon, you may stop and you get a drink. You might think you can't do it, but trust me, inside you, inside your soul, I know you can do it.
3: Again, you're just full of inspiration. I, I I love it. I love this.
0: Thank you. Thank what you. um
3: do you have any kind of favorite memories from this show? Favorite moments? Favorite challenges? Um,
0: I think that my favorite moment by far was definitely in the beginning just the whole first episode when we had our mystery box challenge Mm. our first mystery box challenge it was a breakfast challenge and I ran in and I ran into the pantry I was just I couldn't believe that I was there and it was just so amazing and then I dropped a basket of asparagus and Uh. there was just a bunch of errors but I was just like (laughs) let's have fun like I mean like I might be getting eliminated this episode <laughs> but who cares let's just have fun and then I high five Gordon and it was just oh my god I got Gordon so now <laughs> and then it was just like cooking I set my towel on fire and I'm like oh okay great okay but I'm like you know what you gotta learn from your mistakes no I might be getting this ep- eliminated this episode but you know what? You got to stay positive. And you know what? I'm. It was such a learning experience. And I'm so, so happy of what I learned. Because, like, I didn't get to finish my dish. I didn't have enough time during the mystery box. But then I, then, you know what? It taught me later to, um, you know, multitask. And I think that's a really, really big life lesson. Because mm-hmm. that was a, because, you know, I could not change the fact that my towel got on fire, but what I can change, and this is advice to anybody, it doesn't even have to be show business. It can just be with friends. You can't change the fact that that happened, but you can change the way you deal with it. And I dealt with it like, you know what? Life's a game. You know, I'm gonna, I like in a board game. I might be in the in the back of the pack, but sometimes somewhere some, uh, sometime i will become rising to the top cuz you just gotta know that you will get ah uh, you will get over these scenarios do not stop there do not stop at those curves it's just a game and you can beat them
3: Love you. I just want, like, I'm going to just replay this recording over and over again when anything bad happens to me in my life. I'm just going to put in my earbuds and listen to you being like, you can do it. Don't give up. Follow your dreams. This is golden, golden. Did you make, do you think you made good friends when you were on the show? Everybody seems to be really friendly and like each other a lot. Oh my
0: god. I met so many people on the show and it is just like, we have took off from there because they're all so kind and like they understand you like I could actually talk to them like Evie she was so kind and it was just so nice to meet other people from the other states she was from the southern side but I could see what people were like we could exchange like thoughts and it was just so so nice like Sadie, Malia, Everybody, Nico, everybody, everybody was just so nice. It was like a big, big family. It's like, you know, we, we cheer one another, we support one another, and, you know, we'll get it to, through together. Like Ivy and I, you know, we might be like the two smallest ones there, but sometimes two smalls make one big. Yeah, so we did really it's I really cool,
3: like cuz you watch adults on reality shows sometimes or competitive shows and they can be so mean to each other or you know. I know but I think you can, I love I love seeing all the kids on MasterChef Junior you know you can be Thank friends you. and still be competitive and I think it's a really it's a good lesson that's why I watch Thank you
0: <laughs> Thank you
3: Yeah do you, what was the hardest thing about being on the show
0: I believe I truly believe that the hardest part about being on the show was watching people getting eliminated mm-hmm. and getting eliminated. I mean, Because, <laughs> you know, we were all such close friends, you know. Um, it Like, when Thomas got eliminated, I was, like, about to cry because oh. he was a really nice kid, and we were all so nice. And, you know, at the end of the day, we are all best friends. And I just want to say to the haters out there, Whoa. like... <laughs> I just want to say to the haters out there, like, if you think, like, oh, it's all competitiveness in life, not just the show, but in life, uh uh-uh. Because at the end of the day, you got to have somebody's back. Somebody has to have your back. You just got to be a team player because, really, life is a team sport. Like, even if you think, oh, I'm just an individual, uh uh-uh. At the end of the day, we all rely on each other. Two individuals make one powerful team. Three individuals make one powerful team. Everybody in this world together, just come together, makes the best powerful team in the world. More wise
3: words. You you said you, you high-fived Gordon. Did you get to spend yes. any quality time with the judges or is it mostly what we see on TV?
0: it's mostly what we see what you guys see mm-hmm. on tv but it was definitely we definitely got to spend time together like they would come over we would be cooking especially when it got to like the top 10 mm-hmm. cuz they didn't there weren't as many people and they definitely were just so kind and so caring and i felt like since gordon ha- does have other kids mm. he really understood us and he was, he was just an amazing Friend, you know, like if you want to, like if parents out there, if you need a parent role model, don't look in these magazines, look at Gordon because gotta give it up to him. He's definitely the best.
3: A good dad, good dad. Yeah, well, I don't think Christina or Aron have kids, so that's so maybe they would be good parents. We don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah, (laughs) like it's a mystery, like life will always be a mystery.
3: um what are you are you you're still cooking i hope what what are your food dreams from here do you want to open restaurants Do you want to have cookbooks where Um, what are you what are you
0: thinking well before i get started okay all the audiences sit back and relax because it's a little bit of a long story okay
3: we're ready buckle in
0: on tuesdays thursdays and saturdays which I have inferred are the most busiest nights because like that's usually when people party like Saturday nights, Thursday nights because it's almost Friday and Tuesdays because, you know, you just you don't want to have the Monday blues again. <laughs> okay, and yeah. So that's when I'm going to have my three Michelin star restaurant open. And I plan that to be like a dream and do it kind of thing mm-hmm. because like probably I will have bumps in the way. Life isn't perfect, but I will get through it and make sure that my restaurant at the end of the day will have three Michelin stars. So that will happen Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. Then on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, I will have a dermatology clinic, and I will have my own spa because everybody needs a spa. You know, everybody needs a spa day because, like, Everybody in this world, they work so hard. It's like dominoes. One does something and then it leads into the next person. They all deserve to relax. And nobody deserves to have rough skin. Like, that's just not fair. And to top it off, if I make my own cream, I think that will show that I am vow I am vulnerable because I, I care for people. So I want to make, I will also have my own skincare line. And my three Michelin star restaurant will not physically be open on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, but my line cooks, or in other words, my cooker helpers, mm-hmm. um, will um, provide food for the people in my dermatologist clinic and at the spa, so it's killing two birds with one stone.
3: Smart. Like, then- don't put that space to waste. I love it.
0: Yeah. Then on Sunday, oh, course, I'm going to have that yeah. time. And then on Sunday, I'm just going to spend that time with my family. I just got planned because also if anybody's like on the verge of entering MasterChef Junior, but they just like they just mess it up once and they just like have a problem. And this goes for anything. It's most likely because you are not organized. So make sure that you are organized because I have that problem. And it's okay, because don't feel embarrassed by that. Everybody has that problem. It just matters if you can go on from there. And I know, viewers, that you can.
3: <laughs> How do you stay organized? What are your organizational tips?
0: Um, I definitely say read the recipe before you cook. Mm-hmm. Um, my second thing is have everything neat, like in a cup or something. Don't just be measuring as you're going.
3: Oh, that's good. I definitely don't do that.
0: (laughs) It's okay. It's okay. Thank you. Everybody (laughs) makes those mistakes. Okay.
3: Got to learn. Got to grow. And
0: that's pretty much it. And just (laughs) learn from your mistakes. You know. And that's basically it. Wash your hands and take your time. Because like a mashup junior, I'd rush a lot. But you, even though you can't change how much time you have, you can change how you use it. So if you multitask but keep everything organized, that's definitely. If that's you, you're most likely going to be the winner. So congrats to you. I did it. Yay. <laughs> Matthew,
3: watching the show, we felt that you, you seemed very wise. You seemed very smart, like wiser than your years. So we were wondering if you might play a little game with us where we ask you to make predictions about the future just because you're so smart, so much good advice. We think you can kind of guess what's going to happen um, in the future. Does that sound fun? Does that sound Okay. Yeah, I'm gay. Sweet. Um, okay, what do you think? If you close your eyes and think about what what will um, what will Gordon Ramsay be doing in fifty years? What's his life going to be like? What's an, an average day for Gordon Ramsay fifty years from now?
0: I believe that Gordon Ramsay will be much older, <laughs> like a grandfather. <laughs> mm-hmm, good guess. But so I think that he is such an idol that he will spend most of his days at home but he will make sure that his family will take on from his spirits oh. and will like M- Matilda might like uh, uh, do the cooking show for him mm. um I think that he will maybe have his own place on Food Network mm. or Fox like demonstrating cooking skills because I think he's very wise and I think his main thing is to get young home cooks to cook. And I think that maybe he cannot be a judge because, you know, he has to go all the way to California. It's a lot of travel. Mm -hmm. But I think that he is so smart that he can do it from where he's at and he will always find a way.
3: I love that. What, kind, what do you think a, the kitchen of the future will look like in 100 years? You know how a kitchen today looks different mm-hmm. than it did when your grandparents were cooking? Yes. How we have dishwashers and mm-hmm. fancy stoves and um, different kinds of machines. In the future, what do you think a, a kitchen will look like when we're all living in space? I think,
0: <laughs> I think a kitchen will have a lot more electronics. Mm-hmm. So I think that it will have basically the same things as it does, but just more complex. Mm. So, like, having a stove, it might use, um, like, it might have, like, these special robotics things, Ooh. like, using the stoves. It might have, like, um, I know, like, flight, my dad actually it flies oh. uh, for fun, and I know that he presses the bu- this button that... Has like uh the plane flies itself? Whoa! Or like no, that's a bad example. (laughs) Like for example, cars. Okay. There are some cars that drive itself. Mm -hmm. Well, I think that they may have stoves that can do it by itself. So you can say like Alexa, turn on the stove. Right. And then I think that will happen. Like same thing with the dishwashers and all of that. So I think it's going to be the same basic materials. But then it will have just more computer skills added to it. So less uh, maintenance.
3: Okay. Yeah, that's good. What, um, I don't know if you've listened to our podcast before. Yeah. Um, how do you think the podcast will be doing in 50 years?
0: I think that your podcasts are really amazing. Mm. So to be honest with you, I think that your podcasts, could go two ways okay okay I'm ready I think if you guys can um put enough money into it I think it can expand (laughs) a lot Mm -hmm. if you can uh financialize it Mm -hmm. good you can uh invest and make the podcast even bigger and just like maybe get some more studios stuff like that and have a big place where you can have a lot of things go. And maybe instead of just doing Aftership Junior, you could also have some small branches. Like oh. um maybe do um some other reality shows such as like um Island Life. I don't know if you know about that. It's That's Island sort of, Life. It's like this um reality T V show where people try to find a house. Whoops. you could do like some you could do like branches. Mm-hmm. Like you could say of like after Island Life, what is their update? How is their house looking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you could have branches besides just doing um, MasterChef Junior or MasterChef. Love so it. I think you guys can invest in and do more shows. So it's more like you're the podcast and your motto is after. What is life after? You know, stuff like that. Love it. Um, and that's basically it. The other way it could go is it could just stay the same because sometimes less is more.
3: Thank you. Yes, you're absolutely right. This is good. This is good food for thought. Um, Matthew, do you have any last messages for for our listeners, for any of your fans? You've had tons Um, of wisdom for us, but I know there's always more.
0: (laughs) My last thing is that do not be afraid to chase your dreams because... I might not know every single person in this world, but what I do know is that every single person is powerful at at least one thing. Like, you might think, oh, I'm not good at anything. You keep on trying, you'll be good at what you set your mind to. So, trust me, I am not just saying this. You got this, guys. You got this. Just just follow your dreams, and trust me, it will happen. Yes, Chef.